Welcome in. I am so glad that you're here. My name is Chris Ryan. The show is called Growing on the Vine. Yeah, and thank you. However you are listening, you might be listening on FM radio. You might be listening on a podcast format. We're so glad that you're here. Let me tell you a little bit about this show, why it is on. This show is associated with a Christian radio station in Southwest Riverside County called The Vine. And the neat thing about Southwest Riverside County is that there are so many amazing ministries in this area. And what this show is, it's to highlight some of those ministries. We're going to be talking to some ministry leaders, really getting more detail about what it is that they do, what it is that really drives them to serve the way that they serve. And I love this format of a show to be able to talk to others because it's more of an interview show. It's more of a back and forth and and really getting to learn from people from their perspective. Now, as a listener, why is this relevant? Well, if you're in Southwest Riverside County, which there's a very good chance that you probably are, I want you to know that these are people who care about you. These are people here who are serving you. You might not know their names, And you might not even know that their ministry exists, but it does. And they are serving those here in this community. That's what this is all about, is finding those who are behind the scenes in ministry and really talking to them. Today, we're speaking to a gentleman. This is Gary Oakley. And Gary Oakley is with International Student Exchange. Now, remember in high school when there was a foreign exchange student that was at your school? Gary is the one behind the scenes in Southwest Riverside County that is bringing and partnering students from other countries that want to come and learn from American schools. And he's the one that is partnering them with host homes. This is Gary Oakley. I hope you enjoy the show. God bless. You're with International Student Exchange. Correct. So I know for a long time, I mean, everyone's heard of foreign exchange students. Correct. And there has to be some sort of a background to how does this program work? And here locally, that's you, right? Yep. Yep. I'm the the local rep. In what you do, you get to work with students, you get to work with youth, and you've got a passion for that. Yep. For youth and for students. Tell me how that started and how that, that flame just keeps on fire in your heart. It's it's really out of gratitude and and thankfulness. Because if people hadn't created opportunity for me when I was young, I don't know given my history and background, I don't know where I would be. So, so I'm just trying. I'm just trying to pass it along to others. And I've, uh, my background is in uh, political science, and I did a lot of study in what was called comparative governments. So I was always looking at things like uh, the, back in the day, the old Soviet Union, Cuba, India, people like Gandhi, and just fascinated by what made people come to them and how they were drawn to them. So, so, the, so I've always been interested in, in other parts of the world, other cultures. So this was kind of a natural fit for me in terms of uh, every, everything that I've experienced in my life and want to experience. So uh, just, the, just the opportunity to to bring people from other parts of the world and to learn about America and say, 
possibly when they go back, hopefully, not possibly, hopefully when they go back, hey, this, the United States is a, is a good place to be. When I was in high school, I remember. So it's, it's a school, a couple thousand people. But there was one foreign exchange student. And I know a lot of adults probably have the same memory of somebody in their high school being a foreign exchange student. I don't think we ever really thought about what is the, what's behind the scenes to get this person from the country, wherever they are, to an actual high school, in my case, Southern California. But what it takes is somebody like you who is making those pairings, who's finding the host families and working through the schools and then finding the right student from the, the right place for the right family. That's a lot of work in pulling the right pieces together. What is the most exciting part of being able to pull those pieces together? Oh my gosh, just, just being able to bring the, bring the students here. And I had, in the last school year, I had four students that were, were here. Uh, three of them were, were at San Jacinto High School. The other uh, student was at uh, West Valley High School in Hemet. And, and just being able to see their experience and watch, watch them grow uh, and uh, f- just find out about um, America. Uh, I had two students, for example, one from Italy, one from Spain, uh, who took a cross-country trip with their host family during the holiday season, so Christmas, New Year's, that kind of thing. And I just don't think they had any idea how big this country is compared to where they came from, and that it that it took that it took days to get all the way across the country to uh, go where they were going, and they they were going to uh, Arkansas, and. While they were doing that, they uh, they stopped at various places along the way. So, so for example, uh, think the family took the, I guess what I would call the long route. They just they just didn't know that that a place could be so big, comparatively, uh, coming from places like Italy, France, Spain, for example. Uh, those countries aren't nearly as large as as the USA. So, so they were so they were able to see America from a, a totally different perspective. So the question might be, Chris, this is a, a Christian show, and but you're talking about international student exchange, and it doesn't necessarily all revolve around ministry. But would it be fair to say, Gary, that for a host family, you have that opportunity to really share the gospel with somebody? from another nation that is in their youth that will be going home and taking everything that they have learned. There is an amazing opportunity to minister to foreign exchange students. Tell me about that. Correct. Um, and, and again, that's part of what draws me to this thing. When students come, they, um, they got, our guidelines say that they, they can attend church but it's not required. Um, so uh, in my case, then uh, this last year was the first time I'd been involved with, with ISE. Uh, 
and 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 my my students went to, went to church. Uh, one in particular uh, got got very actively involved and uh, with youth groups and uh, that sort of thing. Uh, but but I think it's it's just a great way uh, to um, uh, very. I think the word is is gently share the share the gospel, and I and I th- and and. And honestly, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not a, I wouldn't consider myself to be a great theologian, but I, but I think that's oftentimes what Jesus did. He, he gently shared. Um, he, he didn't, he, and he does not force himself on anybody. So, so I mean, this is just a, a wonderful opportunity to expose people and, and then let the Holy Spirit do its work. There's so many different countries that we don't see the gospel being preached at, or or we see a lot of countries that are underrepresented. And this is an amazing way. I want to I want to ask you this: We're really talking about this today. We think about host families. A lot of times we think about the foreign exchange students and the the students themselves, but the students that are coming from out of the the country here. They need a place to stay, and so you have this partnership between a student and they have a family at home, but a host family. I want you to talk to me about characteristics of a local host family. There might be listeners that have no clue that they possibly could be a host family for a foreign exchange student. What does a typical host family of a foreign exchange student in America look like? I don't think there really is a typical host family other than uh, the fact that they have ha- have a passion for kids and and maybe wanting to uh, share the na- share the nation share our culture and and not only that but learn about the culture of uh, from of other nations so it's so it's a two-way street uh, but uh, but it's uh, the typical ho- characteristics of a host family uh, if there is such a thing, uh, are that you must be at least 25 years of age and pass a background check. That's it. Um, otherwise, what you, what you want to do is you want to bring them into, into your family, make them a member of your family, and just share your life with them and, and let them share who they are with you. So um, to me, it's open eyes, open heart, open mind, and we monitor that as we go once somebody has become a host family. Uh, so if, um, if I vet you as a, as a host family and you, fill, you filled out the application, you say, yes, I'm going to be a host family, uh, and you, and, and you uh, take a student with you, uh, for me, for, uh, for ISE, it doesn't stop just there. Uh, I will con- continue to follow along as the, as the local representative uh, and check in both uh, in ways that technology allows, uh, through phone, email, uh, text messages, but 
but also do the personal. In other, in other words, go and go and visit them at their home and see how things are going. And and I want a very open and honest dialogue if there are problems along the way. Fortunately for me, in my first year of doing this, uh, the problems that that I had were minimal. But um, that's that's not to say that other things couldn't happen because kids are kids, and honestly, adults are adults sometimes too. You and I were talking a few days ago about this. Talk to me about the age range of the foreign exchange students. What would a host family expect? Age range of student would be 14 to 18. Uh, 18 is absolutely the, the cutoff. Uh, after you're, uh, once you hit 19, uh, you go a different direction, different visas. That can be either uh, a five-month placement, which would mean one semester, or it can be a 10-month placement, which would be two semesters. And it, it all depends upon the student and what, what it is that they want to do in terms of the length of the placement. So 18 is the high end, and the, the low end of that age range is what? 14. So 14 to 18, you as a host family are inviting a foreign teenager into your home, and this teenager may or may not behave better than, than your teenager at home, so we can't really expect that they are going to come and it's going to be like having an extra kid. My experience has been when first meet a student, those, those first few days, can they're a little bumpy for everybody because everybody is uh, adjusting. I mean, you're, you're, you are taking a leap of faith, honestly, to bring someone into your home uh, that, that you've never met before, uh, uh, sight unseen other than uh, once, uh, once the student's been vetted and you've accepted them. I mean, if they, will, they want to send videos, et cetera, so that you can, so that you can see, send pictures, um, that's perfectly, uh, perfectly okay. But, but up, up until that point, you're, I mean, you're actually just taking a look at, a, at some short profiles, viewing some information, uh, looking at their likes, their dislikes, and, uh, and, and matching. And, and that's one of the things that, that uh, we can do. I mean, if you have a particular passion uh, in your life that you want to share with a, with a student or share as a member of, uh, of the family, uh, then let's let me just be hypothetical. Uh, let's say you're a family who, who enjoys horseback riding. Maybe you want to look for a student that enjoys horseback riding and share that with them. Maybe maybe they enjoy enjoy music or board games, um, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna look for things like that. Or it may, uh, I have a, I have a student that's coming within the next two to three weeks, for example, uh, who and their and their family likes to travel, so. One of the things that they, they looked for was a student that wanted to travel. Uh, the, the, the host dad in this instance um, is Italian. So they thought, well, let's bring an Italian in. And, um, and that, again, ties right into my background because I used to, uh, when I was working full time, most of my work life was spent working with people who were either looking for work or job training. So you're, so you're matching. And and just trying and just trying to trying to figure out 
what works or what might work. You had mentioned a minute ago that the students, and you use the word vetted. Now, here on our side, as a host family, we want to be able to provide a very safe home for students that are coming from out of the nation because, let's face it, their family is back in their home nation and they've let their child go to another country to live for up to 10 months. But when you mentioned vetted, the students themselves that are in the other countries right now that are looking to come to Southern California to go to school for a year, it's not just any students. They have been, they have been vetted. They, they want to be here. Their parents are absolutely on board. Tell me about what a student right now in another country is doing to prepare to come to a host family in America. They're going through orientations. They've been vetted by, by agents in, in their home country and cleared to, to come to America. By the time the student gets here and, and, a, and a family has accepted them, they've, they've been vetted and, and looked at probably around four times. So they have, they're in a position where there are others within International Student Exchange that know these students that are coming over from wherever they're at, and, and they've talked to people, and, and as a host family, you have an opportunity to connect. You had mentioned something a moment ago about the families of these students that are there at home but they're actually still involved from where they are at. Tell me about their involvement from their home country for their students. Okay, well, from, from the home country, honestly, it can pr- perhaps be a little bumpy because what uh, ISE wants to see happen is a bonding between the host family in America and the student and the family. And let me just say, before I go any further, once a, a student comes, you do not want to treat them as a guest. You want them to uh, experience what you do as a family. So, for example, if, uh, if you require your child uh, to d- do chores, you would want your foreign exchange student to do the same thing. So this way they really get an idea on what uh, culture in America is like. Gary Oakley is my guest. He is with International Student Exchange. And yeah, the foreign exchange students that maybe you've heard about, maybe there was one at your school, maybe there's one at one of your kids' school, maybe there's two or three foreign exchange students. Gary is one of those people that helps to make this happen now uh gary talk to me we're looking at a teenager Mm -hmm. from another country uh that is coming in and we all know how teenagers they can eat through the entire pantry there's some cost involved if there's a host family that wants to get on board is there an entry fee are there monthly fees is there what does a host family what should they prepare for financially okay that's that's a good question uh, because being a host family uh, under international student exchange and the, and the visa that the student comes over under is it's it's a J one visa and what a host family is asked to do is to provide a safe uh, comfortable environment for a student to live learn and study in and and three meals a day and then what ISE calls reasonable snacks. Over and above that, 
if a student wants to participate in extracurricular activities like let's say soccer for example if there are if there are costs associated with that like uh, uniforms shoes ball that kind of thing the student and their natural parents are expected to provide for that it's not required that the host family pay for those things or if a student wants to go to Disneyland um, not required that they um, that they pay those costs as a student is expected to have a minimum of three hundred dollars a month in spending money so that these kind of things they can participate in if they want to so a host family would it be fair to say mom dad you've got a couple of teenagers yourself just put another plate out because yep. you have somebody coming and living with you for 10 months. You don't want to treat them as a guest. You want to treat them as yeah. a member of the family. Put another plate out. And this is somebody who's going to live with you and be part of your family. And we already talked about your opportunity to influence from a ministry standpoint to teach a foreign student about Jesus. And here's something you might be strengthening their faith. And the one thing that, that we don't know and you have no clue about as a host family is how many people that that student can go home and reach with the gospel. Gary Oakley is my guest. He's with International Student Exchange. Foreign exchange students, you've heard of them. This is how that works. Gary, give me one of the success stories. I think the, the biggest thing that has struck me is that it's hard to go home. They had terribly mixed feelings about going home. They came to the end of their time and they were excited to go home and see their family and friends, but yet they didn't want to leave the people they had here either. That just says volumes about the positive impact that, that we have in this country uh, on others. And you just, you just never know. You mentioned taking the gospel home. Well, as, as people get exposed to the gospel here, as a, as a, as a foreign exchange student, you, know, you don't even know who they might influence here. So it's kind of a, potentially a win-win, both, both in America and when, they, and when they go home. Give me an idea on how many students that are very interested in coming and living in America for 10 months and going to school. For placement right now, uh, we potentially, California-wide, have like 35 to 40 students that are available. We know, because we've been here, this is the land of sunshine, we know that, and we know, because we tell every, everyone, man, there's so much to do. We're an hour from the beach, we're an hour from the mountains, you get snow in the mountains, you can go snowboarding, skiing, you can go out to the desert, there's a lot to do here. And this might not be a terrain that is common to foreign exchange students. So there is so much that they can learn. Gary, I know that maybe somebody has been listening to us for about a half an hour now and waiting. Chris, okay, how do I get more information? Gary, fill me in on how somebody that might even have questions might take that next step. Oh, my goodness. Please contact me. Uh, and there are ways to do that. Uh, the, the easiest way would be to either, either call me, email me, text me. Um, my, my email is Gary, G-A-R-Y dot Oakley, O-A-K-L-E-Y 101 at gmail.com. I'd be happy to send you uh, information. 
you can you can text me uh, phone phone number three two one two four six three five five six call me if that works or you can uh, go to go to our website which is ise usa.org. Gary Oakley is with International Student Exchange, my guest today. And Gary just gave his phone number, and I'm going to give it to you again because you might have missed it. And the area code is 321. He is local here in Hemet. You know how people have different area codes nowadays. 321-246-3556. Gary Oakley is who you're looking for. And you may have never even thought that you can actually be a host family for a foreign exchange student. So if anything today, I pray that maybe that this show and this opportunity maybe just piques some interest. Maybe you said, you know what, I've never done that. Or you remember your time and, and your stories of maybe a foreign exchange student that you knew in high school. And you say, you know what, I think I can do that now. I think I can. If you're interested, it is absolutely possible. You are not left alone, and you can be an amazing blessing to a teenager from another country, and you can send them home. They, they might not want to go home, but you can send them home with the gospel message and the experience of living for 10 months in America. And that, as a family, as a listener— that's something that you can do, and that's something that I pray that you will pray about because, I mean, that's what we do. In Southwest Riverside County, we are a giving community, and we, we take care of each other here. This is a great opportunity to take care of, literally, take care of a foreign student for 10 months and show them American hospitality. And you might actually change some opinions about how Americans are looked at through this process. Gary Oakley is with International Student Exchange. Gary, thank you so much for coming in today. What did I miss that we didn't talk about today? The one thing that I can say about uh, what I do uh, is that the process is not difficult, but it's very structured. And that's, that's one of the things that draws me to this. this. And the structure includes not just finding a home and, and making sure everything's okay there, but before a student gets here, for example, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit down with you and I'm going to give you what's called a host family orientation. And you're going to sign off on that, that I've, that I've done my job and done that. And then when the student gets here, uh, we're gonna we're gonna sit down together and we're gonna have a host f- we're gonna have a, a student orientation so so the student knows what the expectations are uh, they're gonna know uh, that they're expected to for example uh, know that the the de- that the dominant language is uh, uh, presumably going to be English uh, they're they're gonna know that. Uh, uh, what what you expect from them as a family? So if there if there are curfews, for example, that you that you have in place, or uh, study times that you've set aside, we're go- we're going to talk about that kind of stuff, and st- and the students gonna gonna sign off on on those things that they that they understand that. Um, one thing that uh, comes up is that uh, in in other other cultures. Uh, People began to drink alcohol at, at much younger ages than we do. Uh, can't do that when they're here. Um, they're they're going to have to follow American customs, cultures, and traditions. And that's one of the things that we're going to talk about very early in the whole process. So um, can't 
uh, uh, oftentimes students from uh, other countries, they go to school, they finish about one o'clock, and then they go off on their own. Uh, not as structured here with extracurricular activities. Um, uh, not as necessarily as structured about uh, from mom and dad about, well, where did, where did you go after you left school? And we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. We expect more. We my my folks always said to me, I don't I don't care what you're do, what you're doing. I, I want but I want to know where you are, and that's and that's different in other in, in other parts of the world. So it's a, it's a conversation and an orientation to get the host family and the students kind of on the same page. They know what's going on couple of things that a foreign exchange student can't do while they are here and and one that surprisingly they can do but something they can't do they can't get married right correct can't get married um can't drive um you can uh as part of your experience if you want to get a driver's license and do driver's training you can do that uh, and you can you can you can pass driver's training but once you pass driver's training and get that license uh while you guess guess who gets the driver's license when when that's done i do and i i hold on to that license until until the student goes back to their home country these sound like safety measures here in america we have some some areas that are kind of gray areas maybe controversial of sorts but there is so much that isn't and we know that the gospel isn't the gospel is is truth and if, if there's a truth about anything that we would want to send a foreign exchange student home with i pray that we're sending them home with the truth of the gospel gary oakley thank you so much for joining me today and thank you for doing what you're doing you are a blessing to host families and a blessing to students from out of the nation out of this area what would you want to tell a potential host family right now? Somebody who wasn't even thinking about this an hour ago, but now maybe they're kind of curious. What would you tell them? If, if you are curious but not sure, uh, please contact me. Let's, let's get your questions answered. Uh, let's get you information that you can look at and, and make an inf informed decision. I call it, I call it window shopping. Uh, which means that uh, you may, if you were walking in the mall and you saw a piece of furniture and you're like, ah, I might like that. But, but just because you're looking doesn't mean that you necessarily have to pull the credit card, so to speak. Um, so uh, I would, uh, would encourage if, you are, if you're even curious at all and think maybe you want to do it, let's start the host family application process so that, so that if you decide it's yes, we've we've already got you vetted and we've got your background check done and, you, and you're ready to go. I want to thank Gary Oakley for being here, for dropping in. He's with International Student Exchange. Have you ever thought about having a foreign exchange student at your house? It's going to create memories that you are never going to forget. Gary, thank you so much for being here and thank you so much for listening. God bless.